Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Melanin Mac. I am Pam, and I am here with my co-host. Say what's up, girl. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Cashley, back on another Friday night for another uh, Melanin Mac episode. Should be a really good one, because we'll be hearing um, Pam's explanation for her dislike (laughs) of NWO. So I've been waiting all week for this. And it's funny because I just have two main points. It's only two main points. (laughs) That's the crazy part. (laughs) Last week, we ended the show with some hot takes. And my hot take for the end of the show last week was that NWO was a trash faction. And uh, of course, you know. Cashley was just like, what? Left her speechless. I told her I was going to start a riot. And she was like, you started World War III. So, of course, since I have said something so, uh, what's the word? Um, Controversial. I have to, of course, back up my claims and why I feel the way that I feel. So, let let me go to my Good Notes app. And uh, while that is loading up, we are also watching SmackDown at the same time. And I am also yes. streaming live on Twitch at the same time. So you will actually get this podcast where you can get all of your podcasts from. And then you will also be able to view it on YouTube as well and during my stream. So if for whatever reason you don't catch it here live while we are here on stereo, you can always catch it basically anywhere you get podcasts from and on YouTube as well. So, yes. uh, the number one reason why the NWO <laughs> is a trash faction, which I know she's probably gonna, that's going to be my first reason, but it's not. It's not. That's my second reason, and I only have two of them. The first one is the NWO was more about their trash talking than their wrestling. And the reason I say that is because can you really name me a great NWO match that if the first time you say that name, you're like, oh, the match that they had with blah, blah, blah. That is like a whole <laughs> type of match. Can you name me one? Nope. <laughs> there you go. Boop. There you go. I rest my game. <laughs> and of course, number two, because they had bitch ass Hulk Hogan. So, you know, there you go. Uh, Ooh, yeah. okay. That's all I needed. That's 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 all I needed. <laughs> I didn't really need to really go too much in depth. They were, of course, they were all about the charisma. They were all about, oh, excuse me, how they talk. You know, their their promos yeah. weren't even that great, to be honest. <laughs> uh, the four horsemen were were way better. But again. The, it was charisma. Charisma is what sold them, is what got them popular. And that's that's why for me, I don't they're not as great as everyone says that they are. They yes, they are well known. Yes, everyone <laughs> loves them. But their wrestling was not that good at all. There was nothing technical wrestling about them. And their promos weren't even that great neither. So yeah, and like I said, <laughs> when they had Hulk Hogan for crying out loud. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's my reasoning why. Which, <laughs> see, it was good reasons. It's good reasons. They, they, they were good. I, I, I'm, I'm not mad at you at all. 
I'm, I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> I will definitely, I'll take that. But see, I wasn't just going to say because they had Holden. It's actually come with some sort of facts in there. And there you go. Right. The facts are the facts. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think with the NWO, at the time that they came in, is what really set it all off. So you had WCW, which I guess for what it was, wasn't that interesting. And then you had WWF at the time. So who was still going with characters. It was still, they were still catering to a younger audience. And I think NWO, when they came in and blew it up for WCW, it essentially made WWF kind of step it up a bit and kind of push their products more towards an older audience and be more realistic. Because if it wasn't for NWO, I truly believe you wouldn't have gotten a DX. DX kind of was that um, way better version of NWO. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I was going to say... Come on now. You can't, you can't say that's not true. of that Monday Night Wars. Okay, we're going to be more reality-based. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. DX had China. Put in the have? Oh, wow. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think... And I think after a while, it, it started to form off into like little factions, and it stopped being interesting, like like everyone kind of says too. But I don't, yeah, you really can't deny the impact that they did have, whether they meant to or not. I'm not. At I'm never going to say they didn't have an impact, though. I'm just saying that they are not this. Oh my God, it's like the greatest faction. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They're not as great as we think they are. I, I hear you, <laughs> but that's just that's just you know it's my thought. That's that's yeah. that's why I said yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I hope that tonight when we end, you have a hot take as well. <laughs> oh, I, I do. I do. I'm giving you um, sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that way um, you. Uh, and- yeah, I was in New Japan mode earlier, and I just kind of came to some realization. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. a great segment into uh, <laughs> New Japan G1 Climax. So, since yes. I didn't actually get to watch, because um, I had my my little one here, can you please give us an update on how it was, what happened, what you see, who won the G1? And all of those great things. Yes. So I checked out the G1 final. And um, and of course, I took some trusty notes because it was, I actually thought it was that good. So like, okay, I got to make note of all of this. So to start it off, the highlight, one of the highlights for me was the return of Shibata. Kesari Shibata returned back to the ring, actual official or written ring action after four years. You know, he had his injury in that match with Okada. It really sidelined him. So, yeah, uh, that was really good. Um, so it was a five minute. And we see Shibata. He is, oof. He is one of the sweetest yeah. people I've met as well. Uh, but I I love him. I, I absolutely love him. I'm glad that he came back. 
Yeah, and he looks really good. Like he's in great shape. Um, I know the last I kind of heard he was working with the um, the New Japan Dojo out in Cali because you know they were working on their expansion. And of course, I think the pandemic might have sidelined a lot of it. But yes, LA back in the ring. Yeah, so he was back in the ring against Zack Saber Jr. And it was only a five minute limit. They gave him five minutes to do what it do, and of course, it was a draw because you. The two of them together, you can't really limit them to five minutes on in that kind of a match. It was, you know, hold for hold, you know, pure technical wrestling. It wasn't nothing flashy, but it was great. So that was that was one of the good highlights there. Um, there was a tag match, of course. There was Taguchi Japan versus Lij. Of course, you know, um, Naito wasn't a part of it because he was hurt during the um, opening of the G1 back in September, and. Um, his knee injury was pretty bad, but um, Lij did hold it down for him. Um, they did have the champion um, Takagi, who was the uh, IWGP World Champion. So they, of course, they had him. So that was a good match. Um, getting down to the real meat of the G One, and that was the final tournament match versus uh, Kajushka Okada versus Kota Ibushi for the final, which was, in my opinion, a great match. Um, Okada is back to 100%. He looked great in this match. I know when we talked about him in a previous episode, he looked a little bit slowed down, like he was still kind of bogged down in the injury. Um, but in this one, he was full speed. He was 100%. He looked great. Um, Kota Ibushi, on the other hand, looked like he was fighting, fighting some um, some injuries maybe, because he looked a couple steps behind. But it took him a great uh, a great deal of time to kind of catch up and get going. But once he did, that's when he unfortunately got hurt uh, midway through the match after the Phoenix Splash. He landed really badly on his right shoulder and right elbow. And yeah, Red Shoes made the decision to just stop the match. Like he couldn't go on. So that's how bad it was. And they actually had to put it back in right there in the ring so he could actually move. So, Ooh. yeah, so shout out to Ibushi, healing vibes to him. Um, and, of course, with that decision, that ultimately made Okada the winner. So he's the winner of the G1. Um, so he didn't you know, he win as far as actually winning the match. He won because of right. someone getting injured. Oh, right. So it's uh, so you know it's it's not finished yet, and of course you know he wants to do it the right way. So it won't be the last you'll see of Okada versus Ibushi. Um, it, it, they'll definitely meet up again. But um, really uh, getting deeper into this, um, that's where Tamatonga kind of comes into the picture. Um, after Okada gives his in-ring speech, he goes back to the back uh, with his crew, Chaos, for congratulations. Tomatonga kind of steps up and, you know, kind of says it with his chest. Like, look, you could have had a perfect record, but you didn't because of me. So safe to say there's going to be a nice little rivalry brewing between Okada and Tomatonga, which will ultimately culminate at the Power Struggle uh, pay-per-view. They're on tour now for the Road to Power Struggle, but they have a match at Power Struggle in November. So I think that's going to be a good one. Um Long time in the making. I think they've been trying to collide for a while now, and it just hadn't happened. But Okada versus Tama Tonga is going to be a really good one. And if I'm not mistaken, Tama beat him during the G1. Didn't he beat him during the G1? That was was his only loss to Okada. Okada's record was perfect up until then. 
which ultimately, I, I got to say, that time when he looked kind of weak, Okada, was in that match against Tomatonga. <laughs> so I don't know, man. <laughs> Let's see how he goes at 100% for this Tomatonga. It should be good. Excited. But yeah. Now, a hot yeah. take from that? Let's, let's hear it. Yeah, so my hot take. Speaking of Tama Tonga, um, I was very impressed with that match with him and Okada at the G1. Very impressed. Like, he's really good on his own. He's awesome on his own. Um, his promo was also very impressive. Um he, he's just awesome on his own, and I would say he needs to leave Bullet Club alone. He needs to be so alone. Mm. That's my hot take. That's a now that, <laughs> that's, that's my a, early hot take. Tama Tonga needs to go solo. Solo Tama. Mm. Yeah. So then, no, nothing with Tongalao, nothing with his brothers, his nu- cousins, nope. none of that. Wow. Just, just be solo. I, I, he's, he's very impressive on his own. Mm. Yeah, he has transcended Bully Club. <laughs> well, That's allegedly, Jay White is still the uh, leader of the Bullet Club, which I mean, I don't believe that he's the loser. I mean, I haven't watched in a while. But what I did watch, Jay White kind of did his own solo thing, and Tama was still kind of mm-hmm. running Bullet Club. So right. I don't know. I, mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, he's a, he's a well, champion, and I, I say in the immediate future he should be champion. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah. I definitely see that for mm-hmm. him. I mean, they yeah. are renowned tag champs. Yep. So I think a solo. Patama is needed. Yeah. I think it will do him great. But I still think he should be leading Bullet Club because now Evil's in Bullet Club, which threw me off as well. Uh, Chris <laughs> is in Bullet Club. It's yeah. so many and new show. members. Shows, yeah, show. That, that, yeah. <laughs> that threw me that, off, yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing? It's like, yeah. you get a membership. You get a membership. Like, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really turning into NWO 2.0. Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, you, you might have a point, though. Absolutely not. We definitely, yeah. well, for me, I feel as though we deserve better. Definitely, <laughs> definitely deserve so much better. Um, yeah. Ooh, excuse me. And speaking of singles, so we did, there was a Bound for Glory pay-per-view last week saturday mm-hmm. um it was on the same day that i actually went to aw's dynamite that happened on saturday it was in orlando and there was a lot of new champions that uh happened during brown for glory and mm-hmm. i was actually shocked because some of them shocked me and some of them okay Okay. Um, so the first one, uh, we had Jordan Grace versus Chelsea mm-hmm. Green, Crazy Steve, Fala Ba, John Skyler, and Madison Ray. And it was a six-way intergender match. 
for the inaugural mm. Impact Digital Media Championship, with the winner being Jordan Grace by pinfall. And it said it was a five-minute match. Oh. Yeah, which all those people in only five minutes kind of shocked me. Right, yeah. But I am definitely feel like Jordan Grace winning, I was with that. If they would have gave it to Chelsea Green, and I, it's not that I don't like Chelsea Green, so let me please mm-hmm. preface by saying it's not that I do not like her. Um, she, remi- like my friend said, like my friend Zeus said, she's very... <laughs> Uh, she reminds me of Little Nas X with the antics. There's so much antics around uh, her. And mm-hmm. at some point, we just want the wrestling. The antics, mm-hmm. okay, cool. But at some point, you have to give us the wrestling. For you to be right. such an injury-prone wrestler, let's maybe die down on the antics a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just my thought process. Um the second match that I have up was, and this is actually what started the pay-per-view, was the Impact's Knockouts Tag Team Championship match. And it was Decay, which is Havoc and Rosemary, who were the champions mm-hmm. at the time, versus the inspiration, Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay, also known as Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And oh. the inspiration won. This match was for 8 minutes and 58 seconds. Um, I am going to say the inspiration was so sloppy in that match. Oh. I do not think that oh, they wow. should have won. It was wow. it was not good. It looked really bad in my opinion. So was it Is them that, or It was them. Decay was trying to make them look good. But mm-hmm. when you have sloppy tags and blatant missing of like kicks and punches and you not running wow. ropes correctly, it just it was really wow. it was like they had ring rust and this was their first time ever in Ooh. the ring. It was really bad. Oh, in my man. opinion. And it's my opinion. Don't don't shoot me listeners. Wow, that's just uh, it wasn't given what it was supposed to give, and for them Mm -hmm. to have the person who uh, actually sings their theme song to have her there, and she's like doing it. Even when they came in and they were doing their entrance, um, like they weren't even on the same page with their entrance; they were off with the entrance. Oh my gosh. So if the entrance was off, that should have kind of told you, hey, this this ain't y'all need not do that. Um oh my gosh. So yeah, I definitely was not um okay with that. And then the next match that we have, it was a final three way match for the vacant impact X Division championship. So they did have a tournament. Uh the first round of the tournament as well, the tournament happened from September 30th to October 14th. Um, mm. So each there was three matches, of course, the first three matches. And those were all three ways to lead into that final match at Bound for Glory, which was also a three-way match. Um, the first round, in the first round, that first match was Alex Zane versus Laredo Kid versus Trey Miguel, in which mm-hmm. Trey Miguel won by pinfall. The second match was Steve Macklin versus Petey Williams versus Black Taurus. And Steve Macklin won by pinfall as well. Mm. 
And then the third match in that final first round was El Fantasmo versus Willie Mack versus Rohit Raju. I really hope I don't say your name wrong. Please don't kill me. Um, and El Fantasmo won by pinfall as well. I wanted Willie Mack to mm. win that, but again, Bullet Club. So I see why El Fantasmo won that. So in this final uh, round for the championship, Trey McGill won by pinfall. And he is now the new Impact X Division champion. So like I said, so far mm-hmm. already we have three brand new champions. Already. Yeah. First three matches. The next match oh, we had Violent by Design, which is Diener and Joe Doring with Eric Young. And at first it was Heath Slater, or just Heath now. And he was asking, mm-hmm. he was calling for Rhino, calling for Rhino. Um, and at the beginning of the match, Rhino was a no-show. We, I honestly thought Rhino uh, wasn't going to show up. Heath was getting beat up. He was getting stomped out. I was like, ooh, child, how much money you owed him? Because he was getting stomped. <laughs> um, but Rhino did show up towards the end, and he did help. And Heath and Rhino won by pinfall for that match. That was a less than five-minute match. Very shocking wow. as well. The next match was a 20-wrestler intergender call-your-shot gauntlet match. Um, mm. And how that works is the winner receives a trophy and a contract they can invoke anytime within one year for a championship match of their choosing. Uh, which was oh. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. Um, I will name you the 20 wrestlers that were in there. Of course, it's a random drawing order. Um, so mm-hmm. let's see. Uh ooh, where's the uh not the order of which they got kicked out? No. So first was Chris Saban versus Rocky Romero. Uh then third was Madman Fulton, then Rohit Raju. Again, he had another match of the night. So far we have two for him. Tasha Steeles, Rachel Ellering, Savannah Evans, who I absolutely love. I love Evans. If you have never heard of her. Please go check her out. She is a beast. Wow. Uh, she's so good. Like, I, I love her. Uh, Johnny Swinger, then Melina, then The Demon, mm. Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, Laredo Kid, Sam Beal, Rich Swan, Ace Austin, Moose, Eddie Edwards, then his wife, Alicia Edwards, and then W. Mm. Morrissey. Um, and the winner of that match was Moose. Uh, he eliminated, oh, excuse me, Matt Cardona at the end to win that call your shot gauntlet. So nobody mm. wanted that. Okay. Uh, a lot of people were booing him. Nobody, nobody wanted that. <laughs> and speaking of nobody wanted it on SmackDown right now, uh, Shotzi just <laughs> lost to Charlotte yeah. and she just pushed Sasha Banks in them heels. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out uh, really what's going on. We have uh, blue hair versus green hair and then Charlotte yeah. Blonde. But I love this blue on Sasha. That's the blue I was trying yeah. to go. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Shotzi has the green I was trying to go. I actually have a mixture of both of their hair right now, which is so oh. cool. <laughs> Um. But yeah, that, they actually put on a good match. And they wrestled for about, what, 20 minutes? So Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, girls. Yeah, y'all get it. Yeah. Uh, so the next match, uh, there was nine matches altogether um, in this pay-per-view. So the next match was the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson versus ah. Finn Goose. 
David Finley and Juice Robinson versus Bullet Club, Chris B and Leo. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the Good Brothers, they won. And it was a three-way tag match for the Impact World Championship. The Good Brothers won. So, uh, yeah. I actually wanted uh, mm. Bullet Club to win. I lo- another one. I love Hikaleo. I I think he's, yeah, he's definitely him. Tom, oh, first of all, first of all, first of all, all the brothers, all of them, all of them. Just, we, we love. Mwah. Chef kisses. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> the next match was Mickey James versus Deanna Perrazzo for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Um, and Matthew Raywalt, I don't even know how to say his last name. Um, I do apologize. He was banned from ringside um, because they stated that every time he was there, Deanna always kept her championship. And it looks like that must have been true because Mickey James is now the Impact Knockouts champion. So, okay, let's go, Mickey. Let, let's go. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the main event of the night was Josh Alexander versus Christian Cage for the Impact World Championship. Uh, This was Alexander's Option C World Championship match, which was that he would have to vacate the Impact X Division Championship for a chance at the World Championship. Um, Mm. So he vacated it, which is how we got that tournament earlier um, for this match. Now, that was a really good match. I really enjoyed that match a lot. It was a good main event match. Um, And Josh Alexander ended up beating Christian for the championship. And I thought that would be it. His family came in. You know, they had that great heart-to-heart moment. And then Moose comes out and cashes in his call-your-shot contract. Ah. And in front of Josh Alexander's kids and his wife, he defeated him by pinfall. And now Moose mm. is the Impact World Champion. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a pretty good pay-per-view. I will say, again, that starting it off with the tag, I, I mean, that was like the bottom match. So I get it. Um, I definitely definitely think that it was a good pay-per-view besides that one. If they would have just yeah. took out that knockout tag team championship match, it would have been a solid pay-per-view. But that just like mm-hmm. left a sour taste in my mouth because like I said, it was the very first match of the pay-per-view. So it's like, ugh, like, yeah. It was yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely was a no for me. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, that that's just me. I definitely do suggest, if you are able to, go ahead, uh, buy the Bound for pay-per-view. Uh, you can get it on Fight or wherever you get your pay-per-views from. So go ahead and uh, check it out. And I think that leads us into our next segment, which is about mm-hmm. AEW Rampage on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. So, like I stated, it was a last-minute thing. I'm, I will not lie to the audience. I was not going to go um i was like okay you know even though it's like my birthday weekend do i really want to go maybe mm, i don't know you know i was going back and forth <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> of course my friend was like 
They're in Orlando. It's down the block. Let's go. So I was like, okay. So, yeah. I guess I'm going. So as soon as my husband came home from work, I got in my car and I drove over to Orlando to go see the show. Um, what I The only match that I wanted to see was Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes, the third one. Mm-hmm. And that's because if you know <laughs> me, you know I am obsessed with Malachi Black. I love him. Tommy and can do no wrong in my eyes. And then also, my other husband, I was like, okay, Kenny might be there, even though the Jericho Cruise wasn't on the <laughs> I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe Kenny will be there. He was not. But that was fine with me. I got Malachi Black. So it was it was okay. Um, so we'll go through uh, the matches that happened. Um, so mm-hmm. the starting match was the American Dragon, Brian Daniels versus the Natural Dustin Rhodes. That mm-hmm. was a great Great match. Very mm-hmm. technical. I yep. honestly did not think Dustin was going to give me what I needed in that match. Um, because yeah. sometimes when he wrestles, you either have a great Dustin match or you have like a, okay, we know you're clearly trying to put somebody else over type of match. Mm-hmm. In this yeah. match, I felt as though he really went after it and he didn't try to, oh, well, maybe I, no. Like they really gave it their all, um, so I I loved it. Um, so the ending of that match, Brian Danielson won by submission. He locked his legs and he placed Dustin into a guillotine, and that's how he won. So mm-hmm. then they had like a little mm-hmm. backstage seg- segment with Kenny, and I, yeah, I, I was screaming. I was, <laughs> I was in there like, let's go, let's go. Like, people were looking at me like, I was crazy. I was like, I love you, Kenny. That's right. And everyone's like, he's not here. I don't, he's on the screen, right? So he's here. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I was, I was doing a lot. It didn't matter for me. Um, so Sting then came out next, which the crowd, of course, went crazy for. For Sting. Um, and Sting was coming out to give an update on Darby Allen. Um, and right before that could happen, MJF came and he kind of went, oh, excuse me, attacked Sting, of course, and MJF did MJF. Uh, mm-hmm. MJF kissed his dynamite diamond ring and he hit Sting right between the eyes with the ring. So then that happened. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. next, they had uh, Dr. Brick Baker got DMD. Interviewed by Tony Schiavone for you know yeah. the women's tag match that she has against Ty Conti at full gear. And then next we have where is it? Oh no, I'm missing like so much. There's like so much here that I like wrote down that I was like, I missed a lot of these matches. <laughs> I won't lie. Um, because I had to go pee and then I also had to go get some food. Um, so we had, uh-huh. next we had Bobby Fish versus Anthony Green. Um, mm-hmm. and it's the infamous Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish, I love him. He's very good. He's another good technical player as well. I also love Anthony Green as well. Like, since his evolved days, like, he's just the sweetest. I love him. Um, ended up at the end of the day, Bobby Fish pinned Green. That was a really, fast match. I'm not even going to lie. I literally just went, he came back, and it was done. 
and there was no line <laughs> for the bathroom. Yeah, that's how fast that match was. I, that's why I yeah. forgot about that match. Um, and then Bobby Fish kept beating up Anthony Green after he was defenseless, and CM Punk came out. And when I tell yeah. you, I have never been happier to CM Punk's music in my life. I was so happy. I was waiting online, and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, I got like 20 people ahead of me. I'm going to be here a while. And CM Punk's music hit, and I went from being number 21 in line to next. I've never... So he cleared the line, huh? He literally cleared the line. I was <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, CM Punk. I was praising him because in that arena, it's not like... When you when I say arena, like everyone thinks it's probably some big, but it's literally in a college, so it's like a college arena. Mm. So it's really mm-hmm. small, and they only have four concession stands. So wow. that should tell you why the line was so long. Only four. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, CM Punk came out uh, and he ran to the ring, but uh, you know, Bobby Fish ran away. But that was like the highlight of my night. It was like, thank you so much. Um, then we had Dante Martin and Leo Rush. They had a little backstage with Tony Schiavone. Mm-hmm. And then here was the match that I actually did get to see. The Murder Hulk Monster Lance Archer versus Mad King Eddie Kingston for the Men's World mm-hmm. Title Eliminator Tournament. Yeah. And I was so rooting for Lance. We love Lance on here. And I also mm-hmm. love Eddie Kingston yes. as well. So this was a good match. I thought it was going to be great. Um, and it was great. They actually got a fan quote unquote involved and if I'm not mistaken Lance Archer he threw the fan on Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. it was just it was a good match the only part that had me scared was when Lance went off the top rope to do like a flip off the top and I guess yeah. the way he landed he landed weird yeah. mm-hmm. so he was just kind of laying there and he kept and wow, what kind of sudden accent came out of me. <laughs> and he kept like <laughs> moving his hand. And I couldn't really see because people in front of me were standing up. So I couldn't really see. Uh, but my friend, yeah. he did get to see. And he's like, I hope he's okay. He's moving his hand and stuff. And I actually mm-hmm. had to like get medical out of him. Um, so I was really, really, really scared. Yeah. But uh, we heard that he was a okay. So, yeah, I think he's resting now because, yeah. Yeah, it was very scary. Um, but mm-hmm. we definitely send lots of prayers out to him. Yeah. And I hope that he's okay. Yeah. It's a lot of talking. Needed some news. Uh, so then we had Dan Lambert and the Man of the Year, All Evil Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, part of the top team. Versus the mm-hmm. inner circle, and they came down and they gave their stipulations. Um, and we're just gonna skip through all that. Then we had Jungle Boy versus Ben and Cutler. Really, really didn't care for any of that um, <laughs> at all. Then finally, for the main event, we had Cody versus Malachi Black. And we had Cody with Arn Anderson, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Glock Anderson. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, he keep that Glock on him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Wow, Brock Lesnar got a one million dollar fine, and he is indefinitely suspended. Wow. Okay, but back to this match. Mm-hmm. So Kobe versus Malachi. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I of course had some issues because Cody tried to hit. Black with the crossroads off the apron through a table, but instead he landed it's more like <laughs> Cody landed on the table. Like he took the whole fall, and the next thing you yeah. know, like they both got up and they're bleeding. Like when when did you have time to cut yourself? I, mm-hmm. It was it was just throwing me off. And then Andrade like came down the yeah. ring, and uh, Block Anderson was like, "Really? Like really?" And then Pac came out and Pac mm-hmm. and Andrade started, it, it just started getting like too much. And then next thing you know, Cody looked like he was going to go and hit the uh, pedigree, but he didn't. And long story short, Cody won, which he needed to win. But the way that he was booed, I don't know if it was heard on TV, yeah. but he was, mm-hmm. oh my Lord, he was booed out of as soon as, they thought he was coming out, he got booed. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. it was bad. He needed to just, maybe he needed to just yeah. sit that one out because yeah, it was not good. Um, yeah. I, yeah, he might need to chill for a little bit. Yeah. A lot of it. <laughs> just a, just a little bit, a yeah. <laughs> that was really bad. And I was like, yeah. okay, um, so why are you here? Like people aren't liking you. And I think like we come back to, it came back to the promo. But what I do like is that uh, Malachi said that was his whole thing. He wanted people to hate Cody. He wanted to run through the nightmare family and he wanted to get Mm -hmm. to a point where the people would hate Cody. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) Because he got booed. But then he did yeah. come out afterwards and he did talk about how Dusty is buried in Orlando and how oh, Orlando yeah. has a special place in his heart, um, which people, it got people to not boo him for that. They cheered. Yeah. They let him talk. Because mm-hmm. anytime you talk about Dusty, we don't listen. Um, right. But then once he started back talking about himself, boo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just was yeah. not. That wasn't going to let him live that down at all. So. So yeah, that that's what happened this past week, um, yeah. and it wasn't bad. Tickets weren't even that bad. I think we paid like uh, forty, fifty bucks for like first level tickets. So, oh wow, okay. And they had floor for like a hundred dollars, so it wasn't bad at all. Okay. Very affordable yeah. seats. Because uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit more, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. So. That's what happened this past Saturday. Did you get to see Dark Side of the Ring on Monday Night Raw? I, I did see Dark Side of the Ring. Um, honestly, Raw wasn't that excited for me, so I don't re- remember any of it. So, <laughs> but I did see Dark Side of the Ring. Um, their finale was Thursday night, so last night. Um, of course, it was about the steroid trials, which... Which pretty much put Vince McMahon into immortal status. Like this dude cannot be touched at this point. And it's probably really? like he's still there. It's like he yeah, like the way he beat this case, the way WWE beat this case, it was just and I think it kind of chopped it down to his lawyer. Like he has a great lawyer who really picked apart 
the um, prosecution, the FDA. Like he took on the government. Mm. Like, no, you, you're not going to take Vince down on this just because some doctor got caught up in selling steroids. You know, no, they're not going to do that. But yeah, it was very interesting. I, I, I suggest everyone check it out. Dark Side of the Ring is on Hulu now all three seasons. But yeah, that one, that one's a really good one. But yeah, Vince McMahon is immortal. <laughs> I don't know what wow. deal he made with who, what spirit was what the devil to deal with. Right. Like, <laughs> but seriously, this dude cannot be taken down. Like, never. Like, you go up against the government and you still come out on top. You face public opinion and you still come out on top. Like, I, hey, what can you say? That's wow. Yeah. Well, shout out yeah. to you, Vince. Um, we love you. <laughs> yeah, we don't want the lawyers coming after us. We, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that kind of smoke, definitely. And and if I if I ever got in trouble and I had a piece of change, I go find his lawyer. Listen, I knew I'd be good. I'd be good as good. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he's that's definitely how, how doing it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, Vince, we like I said, we we like you, Vince. Um, <laughs> we we. I'm we sure Greg is somewhere. Like, what the hell? So, oh, yeah, you, you know how much he quote unquote loves him, him man. Yeah. I don't know where the um animosity comes from, but uh, <laughs> I respect Vince. I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably really hard to be in his position as much as people probably like shit on him. We have no clue what it's like to be Vince McMahon. And it probably will explain his crazy behavior, why he is the way he is. So Yeah, I think I think if anything, the gripe might be probably with the writers and creative. And exactly. then and then and then also Vince plays a part in it too because he controls everything. So it's like it kind of naturally ties back to him. Um and, and that was something that was kind of brought up in the steroid trials too. And you know, at that time, you know how this was really pushing the bigger guys. Yeah. So it's like, well, some of some of the talent kind of said, well, yeah, you need to take this, you know, in order to get oh. bigger. And it, well, and then one in particular, I don't know if you remember the wrestler Nails. Do you remember him? What's his name? Nails. No, I do not remember Nails. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, um. Wow, he was like real early nineties. But yeah, he he was nails. He kinda had like a he had nails. He would come out with uh actual nails. But yeah, he got on the stand and said, Yeah, this big man told me to take these steroids or whatever. Um and, oh my goodness. you know, and, and then his attorney picked that apart too, because it's like, Well, you came out to the ring in this uh prison jumpsuit. So it's like, how are we gonna see all these muscles that this man told you to take these steroids to get so and then they, they finally got to the root of it and was like well you know do you hate Vince McMahon and he admitted yeah I hate Vince McMahon so that was one thing but oh, you, know, just, you know just kind of the way you know he pushed bigger guys at that point and the steroid trials really made him focus on some of the smaller cats so that's when Shawn Michaels and the Bret Hart's kind of got their push as a result of that because it's like okay we got to make it less obvious. Like we're not pushing bigger guys anymore. So we got to make it seem like, okay, we push everybody. So that's when you had the Shawn Michaels come in and, you know, they had the Brett Mark, uh, Brett Harris get their, their bigger pushes, you know? And of course, uh, Hogan had made his exit at this point because his, his actually fell out. 
And I'm and Vince was saying that at the time too, because they actually fell out at that time during the trial, and Hogan actually testified against him. Ooh, but see? in a way, but in a way, actually kind of helped him, according to his, his lawyer. So I don't know what that's about, but actually testified against him. Because um I think it, it was something with Hogan and the doctor where um a bunch of uh, the doctor was sending um, Hogan these uh, steroids via Federal Express. So like the doctor was sending them, yeah, yeah, and they brought in Vince's assistant, like all this. It was it was it was just a mess. Like, <laughs> mm. Yeah. See this and this episode sounds really interesting. No wonder they made it the final episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. But yeah, it's a definitely a great series, Dark Side of the Ring. I mean, they, they pretty much take you through whatever you probably wondered about in wrestling. They probably took you through it. Um, the screw everything from the screw job to the Von Erics to, uh, of course, the, uh, the death matches, which after watching these, I didn't even realize how big death matches were a thing. I just thought ECW. And kind of left it alone. It's like no death matches. Oh, they still really happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they are. This is like also a part of wrestling culture, like death matches, and a lot of people cut their teeth in that arena. So mm-hmm. that was a huge thing. They go into that. They go into Randy Savage, uh, Bruiser Brody, which was a huge one in season one. So I really yes. suggest everybody check that one out too. Um, yeah. Like I said, they cover a lot of stuff, and I'm really, I'm hoping they're doing a season four. Um, I think there's a lot of stories yet to be told. Um, Don't they also? Isn't this season the season that Vince kind of had some say so in it? Or was that like a rumor? um, Yeah, that that might have been a rumor. I I really can't see Vince having a say so in, in these series. To be honest, I'm gonna look it up. I yeah, and, and, and I mean, I could be wrong, but it's like based on what they're covering, I I really can't see, unless it's the final episode that he was involved in, which that that may be obvious, you know, he would be, but other than that, I really can't see him being involved in a lot of stuff. Hmm. I'm trying to see if I can find it because there was something like either Vince was in it or WWE had some input. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excuse me. Um, I'm actually looking it up right now. Um, oh, yeah, the Brian Pillman series. That was really good. They touched on Chris Benoit, which was crazy. That was a two-part. You know, that's kind of, yeah. So they touched on that. Um, they touched on um, Jake the Snake and his family, which was oh, really, yeah. really sad. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All I'm going to say is Jake the Snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jake, camera's yeah, good for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Uh oh. So on SmackDown we have Mustafa Ali versus Drew McIntyre. I'm really liking Mustafa a lot more. The more I see him, I, I and hear him on the mic, I really like him more and more. And I really hope. That the WWE move, do more with him. I really do. But like what? Um, they done pushed him so much as far as like giving him title match, title match. Are you talking about Mustafa or are you talking about Drew? Mustafa. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Drew. Yeah. Like, oh, oh no, no. 
<laughs> he got too much. Oh he no! Nah, oh yeah, Drew got Drew got his pushes definitely. Yeah, Mustafa definitely needs his pushes, and I think they really had something with um with the faction they kind of put together with him being the head, but then they dismantled it. It's like yeah, and where's uh, Mayim? Or Rachel, I don't know. Or <laughs> where yeah. is she? I think she might have been drafted to. She might be on Raw. I think she's on Raw because Keith Lee is on Raw. And yeah, yeah. They like to keep couples mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Uh oh. Who's uh who's in the ring? Oh, Mustafa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who want to get something off his chest? Mm-hmm. I wonder what it is. He still got on his uh Saudi Arabia gear. Didn't he do this already? With the group? Do which one? He's saying you people choose the root for Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I don't get it. You better not say it's because he's Muslim. You better not. <laughs> there you wow. Go. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's how we know for a fact. That Vince had his hand in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because really, I don't even, I do not believe that. Yeah, King Xavier. I forgot he's there on the countdown <laughs> now. Yeah. I really truly forgot. So I just looked up Raw to see what it was about this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, um, it was boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was boring. I was like, was it really that boring? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, yeah, I just couldn't do it. I, I, well, I guess if you, if we want to talk about something, we could talk about the title exchange with Becky and Charlotte well, last Friday. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we did get a little bit into it, but we can definitely get more into it. Yeah. So I think if, if you. Try to check it out now. The WWE edited that part out. I mean, it was just remember it was just incredibly sloppy, and you know there were mm-hmm. belts being tossed around, and you know, and then I, I think there, you know, and of course, you know, the rumors and the dirt sheets talk about you know the the supposed heat that was backstage and all of that, and how supposedly Charlotte is now really difficult to work with, and everybody really wants to work with Becky, and I, I, I don't know. Um, and then there's the tweet, the tweet from Andrade that he supposedly sent out saying "fuck WWE" and all of this. Um, I, I don't know. So I don't know. it could be antics. Who knows? True. Mm. <laughs> we got Hit Row and Xavier. Yeah, I'm loving this. Yeah, it's a lot of melanin on the screen at one time. Hello. Like a lot, like a lot, (laughs) which is awesome. So I'm loving this. And um, speaking of of melanin and representation, um, Big E was actually on The Breakfast Club. Um, I believe it was this week. He was kind of making his rounds as, as champion and stuff. So he was on The Breakfast Club and Angela Yee asked him about representation. And um. Biggie talked about, you know, the New Day and, you know, and how um, 
and how they were just being themselves. But he also kind of went into how they uh they weren't as as liked by <laughs> a lot of folks in the beginning. And I kind of laughed because it's like I no, I did not like y'all in the beginning <laughs> at all, at all. I was not. A so it's like. <laughs> So I kind of felt like he was calling me out a little bit. Like, you know, you don't know me at all. I kind of felt called out a little bit. But, yeah. <laughs> you don't know me, yeah. but, yeah, I'm <laughs> talking about you. Yeah. But, yeah, that was just a quick little mention. Biggie making his media rounds and he was on the Breakfast Club, so. Yeah. And they, I did read that it was supposed to be Charlotte on there um, as well, mm-hmm. but she got pulled mm-hmm. at the, the title exchange stuff, so. There's a lot oh. of Charlotte right now. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's why I'm kind of shocked that she came out first tonight. Mm-hmm. And it was her versus um, But I do love that Biggie is making his rounds. Um, mm-hmm. And especially him being on The Breakfast Club in New York. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with iHeartRadio, millions and millions more people getting into and Mm-hmm. That representation means so much, um, especially yeah. now and how far we've come in wrestling with being able Definitely. to, oh, excuse me, uh, have people, have wrestlers who look like us, who we can actually mm-hmm. look up to because we didn't really get that that much. Like the most we could say was like The Rock. Um, yeah. I would mention Booker T, but Booker T is not on The Rock's level. Like if I say The Rock to someone over yeah, they'll know who they're going to know who I'm talking about. If I yeah. say Booker T, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they're not. Right. Which is nothing against Booker T because he is right. an amazing mm-hmm. wrestler. Um, Absolutely. It's just more yeah. so that we, that's really all that we had. We really right. only had The Rock. And a lot of times, unfortunately, The Rock didn't even claim his black side. So... <sighs> there's, there's that, yeah. You know, I'm just going to sip a little tea on the side, but... Yeah, you know we had to basically make a what's it make a meal out of breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. and yeah. now we don't have to do that. Right. Now we have oh, yeah. we have like a, a nice little spread. We want yeah. more, of course, Definitely. but we got a nice yeah. little spread. We ain't gonna complain on what we got. Like we got mm-hmm. a lot of representation going on right now, not only oh, in yeah. men and also in the women as well. Because for mm-hmm. women. We didn't have a big name woman. We didn't have like the Trish Stratus, the leader. Right. Mm-hmm. We didn't have or the Janice. Like we didn't have that big of a name. We mm-hmm. had Jackie. We had Miss Jacqueline. Like mm-hmm. we we did have. We had Jazz. Like we had Jazz. Yep. We definitely had them, but mm-hmm. it wasn't that big of a name like like that. Um, right. So to be able to go now and have like the Sasha's. The Bianca's. Oh, sorry. I'm trying not to burp. <coughs> oh, child. And then I ended up coughing. Um, we have the Big E's. We have Xavier. We have Kofi. Mm-hmm. We yeah. got Bobby Lashley. We have Cedric yeah. Alexander. Like, we have mm-hmm. so many more people now. And I really, truly love it because if my little girls want to watch wrestling, they have someone they can mm-hmm. say, oh, I want to be like this one. I want to be like oh, yeah. that one. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't get that. So it's great to see how much wrestling has progressed in regards to, you know, race. Ooh, excuse me. And having that representation 
Period. Right. Uh, and not even just in regards to race, even in regards to like sexuality, if you even want to go right. there. Um, yeah. just, just overall, even size. Because like we were talking about earlier with Vince McMahon and his steroids, he was pushing big mm-hmm. guys on me. So little mm-hmm. guys, you know, little Daniel Bryan's, oh my goodness. He probably yeah. would have never thought he could make it because if they were only pushing big, big dudes. Mm-hmm. But now the Daniel Bryan's is hanging with the Brock Lesnar's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a one-sided thing. It's everyone is able to find a little bit of themselves in somebody now. And mm-hmm. I, I really, truly, I, I really do love that for wrestling now. I, I really, really do. Which brings us yeah. to the title of today's show, The Wrestling mm-hmm. Fan Stigma. Mm-hmm. What are some of your... Uh, Favorite wrestling fan stigmas, we'll say. I guess being uh, outside of being total marks, um, (laughs) that I guess the top one being that wrestling fans just stink. Like (laughs) the 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 rampant body odor that tends to flood arenas when you gather wrestling fans together. Not us, you know, because our hygiene, you know, we oh no, we got to do with our hygiene, but you know. <laughs> wrestling fans tend to stink. So that that's yes. one top stigma. Um yeah. definitely. I would also say <laughs> another stigma or even a stereotype for wrestling fans is that mm-hmm. you can't be black and be a wrestling fan. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like the big thing. Like you like wrestling, you black, you're not mm-hmm. supposed to like wrestling. What what is my skin complexion? <laughs> Have anything yeah. to do with me liking wrestling? Yeah. Um, that I would say another yeah. one is uh. Well, you said it. We stink allegedly. <laughs> Marks. Yeah. Wrestling fans have no chill. They'll wait for you. Wait for wrestlers at the airport. Oh yeah. Five, four, mm-hmm. three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um. Wrestling fans are stalkers. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I don't know if you saw that post. I forgot whose house they went to, what wrestler's house. But uh, a fan found an old school wrestler's address and went to their door for a signature. Oh my God. Like, what? I'm, I'm going to see. I'm well, going to look it up right now. I know Sonya Deville had an incident where somebody showed up at her house. You know, yes, um, and I think actually, and I think actually came in her house. Yes, he did. Like, wow! Like, it's it's not that serious, y'all. Like, these folks have personal lives. Mm-hmm. Now, if she now if she had a gun and actually shot him, then what? You know, it's like you, you know, you can't just. You can't just walk up on people, especially in their property like that. Like you walking up in somebody's house. Yeah. Like in, in the house. Like you walked in her house. Like that's, it's not that deep. It really isn't. Oh, absolutely not. Well, I did find another one. Um, A fan found Ray Mysterio Jr.'s address online and showed up at his front door with the house, with a box full of figures for him to sign and Ray Mysterio sign. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. That's not the one I was looking at. Um, 
I don't know how to feel about in. that. I mean, yeah, you showed up at his house just because you found his address. You found, first of all, you found his address and you showed up at his house with some wrestling figures. And yeah, he signed them. I don't know how I feel about that. First of all, I would never. Fan shows up at wrestler's house. Trying to find the keywords is like, because it's happened so much, I'm trying to figure out. Let's see, let's see. This is the Rey Mysterio one. Um, and I, oh, it was a fan who went to Arn Anderson's house, Glock Anderson. Stop. Glock Anderson. <laughs> he showed up to Glock Anderson's house. He woke him up Mm-mm. and asked him to sign a replica title belt. Stop it. And he did not, of Thanks. course, but. Yeah. Wow. Uh oh. It is. Daddy's just came on the screen. Shout out to him. <laughs> Sorry, Naomi and um, Jay's wife or Jimmy's wife. Are you confused? I but mean, it's, it's, men, it's this fine. This character is it's definitely a good look on him. Definitely, good look. Mm-hmm. and they both Ooh. and they both trim down. So it's yeah, they look mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yes, because you can tell when Jimmy when he was drinking hard because his belly, yeah, let him mm-hmm. soak up. But I will say, <laughs> they looking. Who lost? Jesus, thank you. And he <laughs> with Roman. Listen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. listen. It mm-hmm. helping Roman. I mean, Roman got high stock too. But all of them together. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. lord. Oh my. Yeah. Take sales through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. The bloodline, John. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, want... I'm gonna get some merchandise. I I'm definitely need a bloodline shirt in my face. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy because they put people booing, but so many people cheer for the bloodline. Oh yeah, it's like it's kind of hard not to. It's like that's how that's how really solid their characters and their storylines are. It's like I, I really can't boo them. Mm. Not crispy clean. I like that. <laughs> Mm-mm. Not the same thing. I'll put some funny. Now you got jokes. The thing is, them two, them two teams together, gold. Gold. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh oh. Insolence. Yeah, insolence. <laughs> That's an SAT word. <laughs> you know? That was his word of the day. Mm-hmm. Trial by combat? Was that a street fight? Knowledge <laughs> 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 Why is that kind of touching? No, 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 no. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. I love, like, they can really do 
no wrong. They are so good. Yeah. It don't make no sense why they're so good. They need to get paid the big bucks. The big the big bucks, the big big, yeah. big bucks. Oh, uh oh. Well, yeah, host- honestly, I oh, think um and I think with them as a tag team, it kind of makes when you try to put two people together look really weird because you have the Usos and the New Day who have this just natural chemistry like they need yep. to be together. You know, yep. so and if anybody else you try to put together, it's not gonna look right. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think even even if you have like say the Street Profits who just flashed up on the screen here, mm-hmm. Montez he can stand on his own. Absolutely. Right? So it's so it's like I I don't know if I can really put them even in that conversation of like true tag teams because he can, he's I think he probably might be better on his own. You know he's athletic and you know charismatic and can move and stuff. So he might be better on his own. But it's true. New Day tag team. So. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. What happened to you? You said New Day tag team and then Shawant Silent. I'm sorry? All you said was New Day tag team and then you went silent. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like I said a lot. <laughs> Well, I, yeah. was little, I was basically saying, you know, um, with New Day and the Usos and the tag team, it's like they're a true tag team. So it's like I kind of use them as the litmus test when I see two people being paired together and being called a tag team. It's like, well, I can't really call them that because they don't really have that tag team chemistry like a New Day or an Usos. And one example I had was a Street Profits. They're a tag team, but I think Montez can really stand on his own. So he doesn't have to be a tag, in my opinion, at this point. So, yeah, that that was an example I was kind of throwing around. That is true. Um, he definitely doesn't have to. Oh, excuse me. He definitely can stand by his own. But I do think that um, Montez being there helps elevate them so much because oh, yeah. he's so charismatic. Uh, now, I think Dawkins is a great wrestler, too, but I think mm-hmm. he needs a mouthpiece as well. Um, their promos, the way that they bounce off each other, I like them as a mm-hmm. team. Um, I think that they yeah. match well together. A tag team that I do not think should be together is Otis and um, <laughs> what's his name? That is, oh, yeah, my AJ Lord. Styles, yeah. No, no, not not Omas. Oh, that's another one. That, them two? Yeah. Oh, Omas and AJ uh-huh. Styles? Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm talking about the Alpha Academy. Um, Otis that was in um oh, that yeah, Otis. Yeah. Which my uh-huh. husband absolutely loved Otis before he shaved his beard <laughs> and mm-hmm. he looks the way he looked he looked crazy. He mm-hmm. looked he looked ridiculous. I can't even try to like explain that to somebody like yeah, you know, Otis, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Otis is out here looking crazy in these streets. He looking like a pedophile. Abso- absolutely not. <laughs> like, ab- absolutely not. Um, that team, yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of that team. Um, who else? I even think, like, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. I, I think they're another weird team. Um I don't know. Like, it just doesn't mm. feel as though they're, you know, like, what, what's the word? I don't I don't think, I think that they're trying to mesh together, but. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
it just, yeah, some things just don't, I don't know. It's just not working. Um, I'm still trying to understand Shinsuke and Boo. <laughs> I love Shinsuke so much, and it just pains me how the WWE used him um, over the years. He was just so awesome in NXT. And it's like, God, how did y'all drop the ball on this guy? Like, geez. <laughs> yeah, like, how do we get here? How do we get from Chinsuke yeah. headlining Tokyo Dome to right. this? I mean, I get it. Like, he wants to be, it was more like, you know, uh, what's the name? It was like um, Michael Jackson type thing. But mm-hmm. now it's like, I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to get it, but I don't. I'm not even going to lie and say I do. I just don't get it. Yeah, so. no. And I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if he just wanted to stay kind of mid-card. I don't know, but I just kind of feel like... Um, he should have been a champion, like not just an continental champion or say like a U.S. champion. Like you should have had like a WWE title or uh, or at least a SmackDown title. Like he, like his buzz was so huge. Like that was really the time to totally capitalize on that. Like I think he and he had it like worldwide because he's coming from Japan and then traveling around and then having that fan base. Like it was just automatic. You know. Yeah, yeah, because it's just, yeah, I just don't get it. I, I don't, I want to get it, but unfortunately, I don't get it, and it's so sad. Yeah, like, what, what are we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, right, he deserves better, and he should get better, but instead, we Definitely. got him out here. I'm, uh, well, let me just say. I do like that they finally give him back his theme. I did like the remix. Mm-hmm. It took a long yeah, I like time. The yeah. It took a long time for me to actually like it, especially because like they were off beat. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. They was yeah. off beat. I'm like, <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? Like, even yeah. the way like when it goes, like mm-hmm. it just it it wasn't given what it was supposed to give, but it took a long time right. for me to actually go, okay. It's supposed to be offbeat because I'm like, mm-hmm. why are we not catching the beat? It's now, it's right there. It's literally right, right there. <laughs> it's in your face. Why we can't catch this beat? Why we gotta, uh, ooh, no, nope, nope. Like, I gotta tell myself, okay, don't be on beat, which I don't like doing. Too, <laughs> you know, we black, black people, we, we got right. rhythm it's in us. So to be like, no, 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 you gotta purposely not. What was team? I can't be in rhythm. What is this? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was mm-mm. nope, nope, no. So I'm yeah, glad yeah. they brought back the new one. But then, why do we need Rick Boogs? Yeah, a part it, of it. Yeah, like yeah, Shinsuke like they, is I mean, good, and it's not like he's awesome for Shinsuke. Right. Like if he was his yeah. mouthpiece, then I could understand because I I remember. I don't know if you remember when there was like some controversy with Shinsuke because they had him like saying these words he wasn't supposed to or or something something I forgot what it was 
But there was some drama with him because he was talking in a way he wasn't supposed to that just didn't really? make sense or he had said something. I can't fully remember. So guys, don't mm-hmm. quote me on it. Please don't. Uh, let me actually try to look it up real quick. Because I know it was like he said something in another language that was like offensive or oh. it was it was something that was like or someone did a promo on Shinsuke that was offensive. Oh, oh wow. Mm. Okay. Oh, Jinder mm. Mahal made uh, ethnic jokes at Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm. Um, so he said, what he said was, and please don't come for me on this just because I'm just literally reading the article. Mm-hmm. The same Mahal said during SmackDown Live, mocking his Japanese opponents' expressions and accent. They call you Mr. Miyagi. He later added, referring to a Japanese character in The Karate Kid. Wow. As he and the Singh brothers laughed hysterically and mocked poses. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they. Yeah. Yeah. It was really wow. Really bad. Like at first, because this is when Jinder Mahal was the champion and we oh, all were screaming, okay. Don't hinder gender. Mm-hmm. So this is back in twenty seventeen. Wow, that was four years ago. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Time really does fly when you're having fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he uh I remember that promo because we were I was like whoa we we really did this like we approved mm. this wow that's crazy man. yeah yeah some somebody wrote it <laughs> and somebody was like you know what this is a good idea and then Vince was like yeah. this is some good shit and then there was mm-hmm. a what what is trick or what what is this street fight trick or treat street fight oh, it got pumpkins or... all around <laughs> why, why is fight. Rick Boogs wrestling in a, a onesie? And then <laughs> Baron Corbin got on a Versace shirt. Like, I'm, wow, what is that? Looks really sloppy. I don't know what that was. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, Boogs. I'm just. I'm, <sighs> <laughs> I'm so confused. And then Shinsuke, why does Shinsuke have this white line going up the crack of his? Really? Yes, it's from his gear. I don't think that was right. Uh, the right place to put that. Why do we have pumpkins around the bottom rope? What are we doing? Ah. And then, of course, so, uh, are we I'm being so, chased around for the 24-7 championship? So, I... Less, oh, this, man. Oh, this, <laughs> uh, WWE, what are yeah. we doing? Oh, uh, look, yeah, that just came good. up with me. The 24-7 championship, that just came up for yeah. me. Oh, my gosh. Your man's just hip-hopping and jumping all over the place. I'm going to need... 
Nobody knows what Why are we calling Corbin happy, Corbin? What are we doing? And then <laughs> how do we go from I'm just so confused because like uh oh this boy how about like I know it's Halloween weekend and all but wow why do we always have like some stupid match uh, remember for Thanksgiving we get the, the Thanksgiving feast type one. Oh yeah, for a pie oh. and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know little shades of WWF come shining through. Like the Federation years, they come shining through. Like early on, they have like the silly matches and things like that. You know, it's like a glimpse of it. It's still deep within them. It's still there, and they bring it out every once in a while. They need to put it back. <laughs> don't bring it out keep it away and put it back because nobody asked. I, I just I yeah, sometimes yeah. want to know like is this supposed to be for the kids and if so if so make that like the first segment yeah because it just it would make sense kids gotta go to bed so you mm-hmm. know make it the first segment and oh, yeah. uh, that way, even though it's a Friday, you can put the kids to bed, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of go from there. But I'm just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It could just be me. I, I probably don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I'd be wanting I, some, some segments, some things. I really, truly, like, I want it to work. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm a, it's, it's going to work. I'm going to let it do its thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, no, no. Shinsuke, I'm sorry. I love you, Shin. But yeah, yeah. you deserve way. And he, and he was so nice. I met him in um, Access in Orlando. He Ooh. was so nice. Was yeah. he? Yeah, he was really nice, really cool. Um, yeah, so that was, was how to actually got a picture. Bread. Yeah, and I actually got a um, really cool picture with him. So, um, yeah, hopefully that's something we can put on the on the uh, Instagram and kind of show our little wrestling memories and things like that. Yes. And, um, yeah, and um, and of course you can follow us Joe. on Insta. If you yeah, aren't, the melon and Matt, come follow us. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I had to lay down. And I actually, and I actually met um, Samoa Joe at Access too. I think it was the same year, or was it New Orleans? I think it might have been the same same year. But um, <laughs> Samoa Joe was funny because <laughs> you know he was at the Premium Access, but the way he was kind of sitting there, he's like he had he was just had no look on his face. It's like it was just. He was almost mean mugging after a while, but he was a really cool dude too. He was really, really sweet too, really nice. But you can really can tell by the look on his face. Like <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was like a, uh, he was like a real angry nice guy, you know. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. I need him to stay nice the whole time. Like, don't, yeah, don't be mean. Just, just stay nice. We, we love you, Joe. 
Trust me, I promise. But yeah, he was. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, you did send me that picture, the Survivor Series match picture mm-hmm. for us to talk about. Now I'm, I'm gonna pull it up on my phone because I took a screenshot because I knew myself. I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, I'm gonna forget." And sure enough, it's time, and I almost forgot. So it's Team A or Team B. Who would win a Survivor mm-hmm. Series match? So Team A mm. for our listeners is Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, and Big E versus Team B, which is The Rock, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. This is <laughs> <laughs> the this funny is part is I, I kinda know who I would want to win. Yeah. But I, I know who would definitely win. Mm-hmm. And who, for me it would be team A. Team A would definitely win. I agree. I agree. Um I, I feel as though putting yeah. Drew and Bobby Lashley together. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Drew, Bobby, and we can even say Roman. Putting those three together is already a handicap because Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. alone could take on all three. True. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just Brock alone can do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, yep. Stone Cold and The Rock definitely can go one on one, and then oh, yeah. Legend Killer Randy Orton versus John Cena. Cena's going over. Yeah. Seth versus right. Randy Orton. That would be a good one. Um, but Big E versus Randy Orton. I honestly feel as though Big E is a way better wrestler than Randy Orton. So um, for me, it would be Big E. But mm-hmm. non WWE, it would probably it might be, be Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> are we yeah, really screaming definitely. about pumpkins? I I just happened to look up. He's like, I know. Did he just take a skeleton? <laughs> what are we doing? Why? What? What are we doing? The <laughs> you know is bad when even Michael Cole is like, did he just take a skeleton? Yes, yes, <laughs> he did just take a skeleton. Like what? I have no clue what. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, for me, it would be A, but part of me wants B just because we got The Rock and Roman and Bobby, just for them three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honestly tired of Drew McIntyre. I feel as though we, he <laughs> him all the time. He has tired me out. Like, bro, is there like nothing else that you want to do? Do you not want to like, I don't know, go somewhere, do some, do anything? At this point, but are we really? That's yeah. that's all we're doing constantly. It's just the same thing, Claymore. Like I got it pinned on the three, two, one when it was Royal Rumble time and elimination. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah. it makes sense. But bro, and then him being the pandemic champion, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like again, I get it, but bro, what what are we? What are we doing? Are we not gonna do anything different? Like, are we, are you not going to say, you know what? Let's try something new. Maybe 
I, I don't know. Just at this point. But I think, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think um, Vince kind of likes him too. I, I still think Vince has that thing of where I still like big guys. Like, I think that's still there. And I think Drew is kind of, Drew's kind of feeding that fantasy for him right now. It's, but as, as far as his character goes, there's not much going on, but he's still that, that big guy who was also over with the crowd. So Vince really loves him. So True. I don't know who these two ghostly goblins are on the ring here. Like, I, I I'm, I'm yeah, I just bad. seen this. Who, who is this? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Did he just really do a neck breaker on the pumpkin? On a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> what do we, okay. I'm gonna maybe, Oh my uh, God. Bobby Rude, and I don't know who it is yet. I have no clue yet. I'm thinking Bobby Rude and Dolph Ziggler. No, no. <laughs> oh my Lord. Oh, Angel Garza and Hetty Brent. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. Why, why are we, why are we dressed like this? Why are we, what? What what? I guess it's what? Halloween and it's TV time, so you know. It, I guess it's it, why it, not? It's <laughs> random. You you're yeah. literally just like throwing people. Like you know what? what? Here you go. I'm just gonna throw you together. I'm gonna throw y'all mm-hmm. together, and you know what? It'll work. No, yeah, it's not working. Oh gosh, Sonya Deville's coming out. I'm over her. <laughs> I'm really over. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm really over her. Yeah, so is she hurt? Oh goodness, Sammy Zayn. What are we doing with him too? Yeah, not the elder statesman of SmackDown. What are we? What are we doing, <laughs> Sammy? Looking like Che Guevara. What are we doing? I, I yeah, so. Uh, I mean, are they going to try to make a move to add her to the bloodline? What I, I mean, oh, she just came out on my screen. <laughs> yeah, come on, Nene, let's go, Nene. First of all, her entrance is always fire. Yeah, I love that she always figures out a way, and she does TikTok dances <laughs> in her entrance, even though it's not even making sense. But yeah, like, I would okay. think after this, you know, after her being kind of bullied, I guess, in a sense, for so long, they would try to make little slow steps. Like, you know, maybe take a picture of all of them together. Like, give us something to kind of hang on to. Like, you're going to do something else with her instead of having her feud with the general manager, you know? Yeah. Like, first of all, I'm not even a fan of Sonya Deville at all. <laughs> Barrio somewhere. Like I, Sonia, Daria, what I'm, I'm what I, I don't even know what her name is, but I'm kind of over it at this point. Like, why are we? And really I think doing being with the Naomi, yeah. like, and being with the bloodline, I think would really bring that fire out of her now. You know, because I, I think being in the midst of that, like they're all heels, and then you have the Paul, Paul Heyman. He could be a nice mouthpiece for her too. So. Yes. Just just do it, WWE. Let's just let's just do it already. 
And why are we having her go against Shayna Baszler? Like, what? right? <sighs> Please, Naomi deserves. Say it. you have nothing no, for them to do better. without saying you have nothing for them to do. That's WWE is doing right now. That's exactly how I feel. Because I'm like, what? What? Uh, it it doesn't even make sense. Like her storyline does. Like it's not making sense mm-hmm. anymore. She already yeah. faced her. She lost. So okay, now she has to go back and um she has to face Shayna Baszler again. But then it's like mm-hmm. let's we're thinking long term. What is the long term right. goal for her? Like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. is next for her to do? Because it right. It's just not making sense to me. I mean, I could be the um, only one, but it's not making sense to me. It doesn't. And, you know, it, it's a far cry from her being a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion. You know, and now here she is. I guess maybe, I don't know if she's even mid-card. No. She's probably maybe mid-card. So I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, is she mid-card? Um... Yeah, she she might be there or lower than that. Um, I don't think so. Uh, people are speculating on my Twitter right now that Lana is pregnant. Oh wow! Okay, um, I haven't seen her in a while. And I'm looking at pictures, and um, her face is rounder. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a little bit. She's wearing way bigger. You know, Lana. She don't yeah. really like wearing clothes. Mm. And in this one photo that I'm looking at of her, it looks like she's wearing like a belly band to try to smush it in. Oh wow! But in this picture of her wearing jeans, she definitely looks pregnant. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I just sent it to you on Instagram. She definitely looks pregnant. And if she is, I am so happy for them. Like I said, if she is, um, she could also be. Oh, holding. yeah. But you see. Mm, yeah. That is not. So normally it's like, okay, cool. It could just be the bottom part. But the yeah. back at the top where the buckle is is giving mm-hmm. very much so baby bump. Yeah. And even in her um I guess her cat suit here, the multicolored one. Um, yeah, that's the one I said. Yeah. She looks like she's wearing a baby band. Mm-hmm. In the bathroom photo, it looks like she has on a baby band. Cause you can kind of see it. Well, it looks like it's cut off like right below like like mm, I would say like right below her boobs it looks like it's cut off but it definitely looks like she's wearing one and it definitely Mm -hmm. looks like she could be pregnant Um, even the picture of her outside where she's like kind of covering her stomach uh, and she's wearing bigger Mm. clothes Lana does not like to wear clothes Anyone yeah. that knows Lana knows Lana likes to be naked. So, um, yeah, I think I think she's pregnant. Yeah, it is. I'm happy for her. Well, I'm happy for both of them. 
Definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, I want them to be happy. So if they want to have babies, and that could be why Rusev hasn't really been seen either. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ru- well, Rusev, yeah. We'll go with Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, mm, yeah, we can go with that. Oh, that's so cute. So many people I know right now are uh, <clears throat> are announcing that they're pregnant. I'm scrolling through um, wrestling Twitter right now to get some hot takes because, uh, as we know, wrestling Twitter always has a very crazy hot take. <laughs> and what is this gear on Naomi? <sighs> Where's the wrath? Oh, Lord. Sonia Deville again. Mm-hmm. I am old. I'm not a fan. I haven't been a fan of her since when I saw her and she was like rude to this um, this young fan. Like the fan was like just trying to get a picture of her. And mm-hmm. she was like, I'm busy. After I was while, like, be weird. The entire show last week. The referee mm-hmm. spoke to mm-hmm. this match is injured. Wow. With that being said, I need to find someone professional. <laughs> oh, so now she's a ref? And fair-minded oh, to step up to the plate last minute. And I'm just, I'm over it. For the job, I'm over it. Let's see. Oh, no <laughs> I'm looking through the timeline. <laughs> Hang on a second. Come on. Someone said... Shotzi versus Sasha at Hell in a Cell. Wow. That might be that might be good. Yeah. That might be a good match. Hey Tamario. Yeah. Shout out to Tamario. The guy you see right now that uh just gave Sonia the uh oh, okay. His name is mm-hmm. Tamario. Shout outs to him. Yeah. He is so sweet. He's another one that's like so sweet. I love him. Um Someone said on the timeline, I miss Brooke Baron Corbin. And someone said, <laughs> it's his best era. It was literally the best gimmick WWE had in years. And it should have rolled throughout the entire 2021. Yeah, it was definitely very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like he came out with some stains on his shirt. Like he really played the part. He really did. He was getting shaved. He didn't clean. So yeah, that was a good one for him. <laughs> Yes, I definitely, definitely agree. Uh, let's see. Um, where are you? Where are you? I just saw an even crazier hot take. Mm-hmm. Where is it? It said um, a lot of people right now on the timeline are upset about the Mustafa Ali promo. And mm-hmm. the way that they are doing his character. Someone tweeted, yeah. that Mustafa crap has me pissed the fuck off. There's no reason to go this route. Talk to the guy and let him use his creativity because going down this road is going to lead WWE to effing up one of their brightest stars. Mm-hmm. Agree. And 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, He's so good. Yeah. 
Like, and he's he's good on the mic, and I mean, he's he has it. Yeah, like he definitely, definitely has it. Mm-mm. Someone has posted. Um. <laughs> well, allegedly, Renee posted the picture of her and John Mosley's daughter. And it was supposed mm-hmm. to be on her Instagram's like friends only, close friends feature. Oh. But she posted it on her actual timeline. So uh, we get to see my yeah, baby pictures floating around. Yeah. Mm. And they've looked just like, just like Moxley. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to see. There's so many hot takes going on, and everyone's talking about Halloween. Um, let's see. Let's see. Mm-mm. <laughs> What's going on with Aaliyah? <laughs> oh. All right, yeah. Sir Kofi Kingston. I, I like what they got going on here. Mm. I like this. I love the colors. Yeah. It's time for us to dole out our very first royal ass whipping. Royal ass whipping. I cannot. Bye, Kayla. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Yeah. Wow, so we missed Pat McAfee rapping a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli on commentary. Did we? Yes. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. That was supposed to be a private photo that Renee posted. Oh. Yeah, you gotta be careful with the Instagram, and you gotta make sure you click close friends. This listen, it's green. <laughs> I guess green. Yeah. So someone said, "I feel like finding the private Instagram Renee made for their baby and taking the profile picture and tweeting it out." Oh. So it was from a private Instagram. Someone posted oh. that she posted it like on her stories and then took it off. Wow. Wow. Yes. Someone just said, I'm reaching my breaking point with this Naomi storyline because it low key yeah. feels like racism, like it needs to reach the end. And soon, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a bit much. This is so crispy, juicy. Yeah. You might even call it deluxe. Yeah. Now you can definitely call it deluxe. That's so so sad. (laughs) I feel bad. Like, what do Naomi? I just want so much better for Naomi. Like, yeah, just, it's not hard. Yeah, just 
Like, yeah, you know, and I kind of feel like with her, with her athleticism, with her look, her being over with the crowd, she should definitely be among the title picture. And there's really no reason for her not to be. Um, once again, you know, we're having Charlotte and Sasha. And then there, and I, I'm guessing Chelsea may have some sort of little role in that too, but it's like, I think athletically, Naomi can run circles around all of them. So it's no real reason why she shouldn't be in a title picture. Especially with SmackDown. It's not like um, their women's roster is real saturated on SmackDown. So it's like, why not give others some some room to breathe? Let them let them cook on some things, you know? It's just the same, same old thing. Yeah. Like Naomi just deserves better. Yeah. What do you say? We see what this bird can do. Like it's just for, oh my lord. I just seen something that I really just want to like throw my phone at. But we're we're recording. Why? <laughs> Why on earth they have this college? They were supposed to be swag surfing. Uh huh. Oh Lord, you know what? You know what? I'm not. I had to see it. You do too. (laughs) Mm 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 mm. It's just. Mm 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 mm. Mm-mm. So tonight at 10 for AEW Rampage, we have Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston. Okay. That's what we need, Nene. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Give us the bloodline. <laughs> Give us the blood. Yeah. Because if they put her on the shirt, oh, I'm copping. Yeah. Eat me, eat me. Take my money now. Yeah. Take my <laughs> money now. I would definitely cop that. Um, and I think, and I think it'll be also, a nice addition for them, too. Not just for her. I think it'll be really good for them, too. Like, yeah, we, like, yeah, we got a nice, we got a nice female performer over here. She can, she can do some stuff, too. You know. Yeah. Like, she is a champion in her own right. I love how, like, every time they face each other, they always thrive to each other's music. <laughs> like, every single time. Like, they, it's more like they like cousins fighting each other. Like, you don't really want to fight uh, your cousin. Fight your cousin. Yeah. Oh, Abaddon is going to wrestle tonight. So it's going to be Abaddon versus Dr. Britt Baker, D. MD and a trick or treat match. And Tony Schiavone speaks to CM Punk. Matt Seidel versus Dante Martin with Leah Rush, their third match. They love these thirds. Huh. (laughs) I'm just okay. Oh, let's see. Oh, that's so cute. 
Oh, well, I just noticed Sasha's outfit, her full outfit. Oh, she had a leg out? Okay, Sasha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She took the nails off, too. Okay, Sasha. Yeah. She did not come to play. She came to slay. Okay. Yeah, her hair. Her hair was looking right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The natural hairline. So that was that was good. Oh, someone recorded that the crowd popped so hard for Naomi if we didn't hear it uh, on TV. Really? Yeah. And they have uh, recorded footage of it. Okay. It don't make sunny kiss booty don't make no damn sense. (laughs) No sense. Like, why is this thing so big? So, okay, so, yeah, no, I'm not watching that. Here, you want to hear a joke? <laughs> Let's see. <if> <laughs> okay. What is a witch's favorite subject? I don't know what. Spelling. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my gosh! I'm just that was cute. (laughs) I figured. I said, "You might like it. You you might like it." Ooh, let's see what else. Someone said WWE stay giving us Nakamura versus Corbin in a million a million times on TV, but then they want to do Walter versus Cesaro, and it's not on TV. Mm. Um, I mean that is true because that's a match I yeah. would love to see, like Walter versus. Cesaro, I mm-hmm. I would pay to see that. I would. I hope someone records it, the house show, and puts it on YouTube because mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. love love to see that. Yeah. Um, what 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 are we doing? Um. Okay. So Preston Vance faced John Moxley or Ten, as he's known as in um. Mm-hmm. And he posted, I've been in the ring with John Moxley two times. Both times he tried to take me out of action. He tried to short my career twice. One day I will get my revenge and end his. He once took me out for three months. This time, no days off. See y'all in Kansas City tonight. And um, he had to get stitches. He is literally was covered in blood. Um, oh my he had to get stitches above his eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like on his forehead he busted him open real real bad like he tried to like rip his mask open and everything like oof. <laughs> oh wow but you know the great part probably is looking like what's the big deal yeah he, he don't care I'm more so just like um, he don't look what he looks like with a mask does not he does not look the same without I'm gonna need him to keep that mask on <laughs> and what are they doing with John Morrison? Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I guess because the Miz not here, so yeah, you don't gotta dance with the stars. Yeah, I just got my cash back match. Yeah, we match all the cash back. I I guess. Um, is Taya's real name Frankie? Because she's wearing a Frankie. What what is Taya Valkyrie? Taya. Let's see. What's her real name? Her real name is Kira Renee. Wow. Her, first of all, her real name is Kira? I would have never guessed. Her yeah, name is name. Kira Renee Magnine Forster, and she's Canadian. Mm. I Wow. Okay. Oh, and her birthday was last week. Happy belated birthday, Taya. Or Kira yeah. or Frankie. Um, didn't know her birthday was the 22nd. Wow. I would have never. Wow. Is she Mexican? <laughs> Someone asked if she was Mexican because she calls herself Huera Roja. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, <laughs> funny. The Ohio Attorney General issues a warning saying that people are putting marijuana edibles in trick-or-treat bags for kids. Nobody's doing oh, that. Shoot. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Ain't nobody doing that. We too damn expensive. Ain't nobody. Yeah, Ain't nobody about to be... the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, here you go. You want some? You want some free? No. Absolutely yeah, not. not. Free. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get some random kids high. Like, stop it. Right. <laughs> and AEW, no. uh, we are going to fight. Why is Chicago Cheetah, why is she the wrestler of the week? Uh, she, I don't know. I watched I watched the match with her and uh, uh, what was her name? Serena Deeds. Yes. And I mean, I didn't see too much. Um <laughs> Because I think up until the last match they had, she was undefeated. Like, she had a huge undefeated streak. And I don't know, just kind of watching her in the ring, I didn't really see too much that would make her really stand out. Because she's, she doesn't. It's because she's Kenny Omega's girlfriend. That's it. Okay. Okay. That's really it. I don't get the hype with her. Um, I don't. Again, she's another one that's not giving me anything. Yeah. It's just. <sighs> yeah. I'm not a. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> no. I I tried again. I always try to give someone, like, okay, maybe I'll give this person the benefit of the doubt or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, but yeah, no, like absolutely not. Mm-mm-mm. So I, I think I have a question as far as like uh, representation is concerned. I know when we talk about representation, we often think of WWE and wrestlers. Um, and to some extent, you know, AEW as well. But how do you think New Japan fits into that? Do you think they're exempt from this conversation? Absolutely. Um, the reason why I, I, for me, I think so because 
they don't believe in allowing women to wrestle. So for that alone, I mean, for their company. Yeah. Um, so sure. the sure. most that they had recently was B Priestley, uh, or B, or however she pronounced her name, her walking mm-hmm. Will Ospreay down to the ring. That is the right. most that they had. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're about yeah. Mm-hmm. so um, for me, representation with them, I'm not, I'm not going to get that from them. Um, as far as being a female, yeah. as far as on the male side, um, I will definitely say that they're mixed, but I definitely, I will definitely say that they do have like some seasoning in there, but it's definitely, yeah. definitely more new Japan and Japan being the mm-hmm. keyword in that for them. Right. Okay. Um, I, mm-hmm. They're definitely more about doing the homegrown stuff and uh, oh, yeah. getting oh, yeah. those people over, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. nothing wrong at all, but I think they're not as, um, what's the word? They're not in as many households as, like, the WWE's. Oh. Yeah, that, that that's true. Definitely true. Yeah. That's why I think they're, what do you think? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, and I was kind of sitting watching it earlier, and it, it's something that kind of came across my mind. But then I thought, well, it is Japan. They just started getting subtitles, like, maybe a few years ago. They just started doing real English commentary, like, a few years ago. So as far as representation, they're just getting over here, like, really getting over here in the U.S., so... Yeah, I don't think they can be in the conversation yet. Even though they did have a ricochet, um, they've had a few black wrestlers kind of come through. There was, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was actually champion as well, IWGP champion. Um, Darn, he he was old school wrestler. I can't remember his name at all. But they had him as champion, and he was, you know, that one out of the few. But, you know, um, I think Ricochet, he, he was a super junior, but I don't know how far he really went in, in as far as like titles go so yeah I don't know if they're really exempt it's just that you can't really put them in the conversation I would say true I'm trying to think um, who let me see um, I mean I wouldn't even count Rocky Romero because um, Rocky's Cuban um Mm-hmm. And of course, sure. they put up New Japan and, and Black. <laughs> Both of us are Black. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. New Japan. Let's see. Let's see. Anyone black for wrestlers 500. Oh, DWI 500. I forgot. DWI. Um... I'm trying to see. Oh wow, it's over with. Oh yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, the new day one. Yeah, the new day one. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I'm still busy. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to look and see. Um, yeah, what are they even doing with Ricochet? Yeah, another one. What? what? <sighs> yeah. Um, I know for a minute there he was kind of getting a push, and then. I'm trying to see what else may have came along that kind of knocked him out of that picture, but uh, 
Um, oh, you're talking about MVP. MVP is what you're talking about. MVP was the first IWGP mental yeah. champion. And he's the only black wrestler who has ever won the title. Yeah. But that was another gentleman, too, though. And he was IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. All right. Oh, man. Mm. Like, I know I, I, oh, I can't remember his name. And I remember they, they you know, whenever they have the champion roll call, they always show his face. Um, um, Bob Sapp. Yes. This is, yep, I had to look him up. Mm-hmm. He is the only, first and only black man to hold the most prestigious title in professional wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling's IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. And Okada just bought back that old championship. Yes. Yeah, so well. to Okada, that's his contract. He calls that his contract. So, you know, some people might carry a briefcase. No, he's going to carry that title into Wrestle Kingdom. Well, technically, he's got a match first for the contract against Tamatonga at Power Struggle. But if he wins that, he's going to carry that into Wrestle Kingdom against Shingo Takage. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm and then he, yeah, he actually, yeah, because he actually wants to unify them. That's what he wants to do. He wants to unify the titles. Again? Yeah. But. So, what is it look like now? I don't know. <laughs> I think, yeah. Leave them separate. Like, there's no need to, to unify. It was unified already. Just, just leave it. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, I personally believe that we should just leave it. Um, I'm trying to think. Do, mm, do we want to stay up and do commentary for AEW tonight? Is it going to be worth it? It's up to yeah, you. I'm trying to think. What is? I'm trying to think. What is this about to come on? Uh, it's on. I think it's on either. Is it on TNT or TBS? I think it's still TNT. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is um, is this talking smack or something? Um, or are they replaying SmackDown? So what are they? No, this talking smack is gonna come on. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they said talking smack is on after uh, SmackDown. Let's see. Um, no, I just want to play TNT. I don't care about the app. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay, let's see. Oh, why they give me the previews? I don't want the... <laughs> I hit, said hit live. It gave me the preview for tonight's episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Eddie Kingston running up to the ring. <laughs> okay I guess we'll watch it let's see Eddie Kingston oh he got some cuffing done look at Daniel Bryan mm. I love Daniel Bryan so much first of all why does yeah. the theme song make me want to twerk that don't make no sense right <laughs> like, yeah that was a, that was a major upgrade for him definitely yeah oh yeah and I'm liking the the maroon color I mm-hmm. think that's maroon mm-hmm. Looking very nice. Eddie Kingston with the bumblebee colors. Okay. 
black and yellow. Okay. Okay. This crowd, um, even though it's loud, it doesn't seem as hype. Right. Um, Mm-hmm. Like everyone's sitting down, but they're adding in noise, and you can clearly tell. Yeah, because, um, yeah, yeah, and it's so misleading. Like it's not matching the crowd at all. <laughs> at all, but you like, can tell they're definitely pumping down. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, "Sir, sir, sir." No, Mm-mm. unless it's the other side, and it's the crowd that's by the camera, because that yeah. also could play a part too. So it it could be that part. I don't I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It. Yeah, I don't think it is. Because it's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, uh, if you guys are watching now, and normally kind of, you know both sides kind of bounce off each other as far as like you know heightness. So if it's only one side and the other one is still kind of stick out, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I just don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I'm looking at these pictures um, that Kimber last posted. And um, I need Charlotte to really stop touching her face. Like, I really want her to stop touching her face. She's had some more. She's had some more done. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I'm going to send you the picture now so you can see for yourself. Um, but yeah, she's definitely had some work done and I need her to just stop. Because it's making, it's giving oh, yeah. way older than you are. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Student at Pittsburgh High School wears a KKK robe for costume day. No one said anything oh, to him God. for at least four periods. Why would you even do that? Why would we even think that's a good idea? I just. <sighs> you know. So they're going to do Hit Row and New Day are. Going to try to collaborate on a song. Okay. 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 Hmm. Um, (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it just yet. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, sure. If y'all like it, then I love it, I I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I don't even know how to feel at this point. Everything is all over the place. It's like, you wanna, we wanna like something as a fan, and then you also like, mm, mm. and you know what's funny? Someone just said we had two hours, and there was no sign of Roman Reigns. You know what? You're mm. right. Yeah, and it was still a pretty good show. Yeah. And there was no. I Roman. did not notice. I did not notice it at all. Wow. Okay. Oh yay! My friend had got her picture with um <laughs> Xavier Woods, and it says King Woods rocks, and he took he posed with her with her sign um while she was oh, ringside. Nice. nice. 
And I think, I think the kind of like the dark matches after the camera stopped rolling, that's the kind of the best parts because you know, they could just kind of do whatever, you know. Definitely. A lot of times, I think Roman might be there. He might be the dark match. It mm-hmm. might be like, because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they, they do that. Like I know when he was facing John Cena, even after he faced Cena, that was all. Yeah, they were still going for Ray Mysterio and um, his son with John Cena versus the Bloodline. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he is the dark match. Or they could have just mm-hmm. went home. I don't know. Let's see. I'm looking to see it. Let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm scrolling. <laughs> I'm still scrolling to find it. So, someone said, I watched Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13 again yesterday, and it was mm-hmm. as good as ever. The intensity from mm-hmm. both really shone through and hooked you in. A brilliant match that I'd happily show to anyone to point to why I think pro wrestling is done well. Why when, Why I think when pro wrestling is done well is amazing. Mm. So was this, the, and someone, this was a match where he turned, right? Hard turn. Um, when he I, turned heel? I think so. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch that what one. Is, I think it was I a, definitely say, around yeah. that time. Yeah. And Ken Shamrock was the guest referee. Um, I'm actually looking it up right now. Let's see. Spice, salt, bowl, and water. Let's see. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Definitely, definitely agree. So, all we see is picture in picture, but uh, let's see. I'm I'm trying to actually see. I don't like when I do picture in picture because it's so small. And like for me, I'm on my iPad, so I'm like, you want me to squint really hard <laughs> to see what exactly we're doing in this picture in picture? Yeah, and depending on what's on, you know, on a commercial, it's kind of hard to still focus on the match. It's good that they still keep it going so you don't miss anything, but, you know. The commercials like don't do better than the match. Yeah, like they're having uh, AEW on the commercial while AEW is having a match. <laughs> Which is so stupid. But you know what, Tony Khan, like, listen, we got to get this money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm like, go ahead, get your bread. Don't be scared, Tony. Uh oh. Uh oh. Go ahead, Mox. Oh, I said Mox. <laughs> That's how I know I'm tired. 
I said, go ahead, Knox. I'm looking at Daniel Bryan right in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Look at Daniel Bryan's chest. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He always, I swear, I really think he's a masochist because he loves, loves showing his chest being, like, bloody. Well, dang, mm-hmm. they're bloody red. Like, Jesus. Ooh. Ooh. He knocked him. Ooh. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Mm. Yikes. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just like, ooh. And with this history, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I don't know who I want to win. Oh. Let's see. So with Rampage being on the same night as, you know, uh SmackDown, like do you think this will turn into a thing? Like I wouldn't say No. I wouldn't compare it to like a Monday Night War or anything, but do you think it turn into like a a thing? <laughs> mm, I don't I hope not. I I really oh almost fell off. <laughs> I really hope not. Um, I think that I think AEW is finally giving WWE the run for their money that they basically said wouldn't happen. I think they are now mm-hmm. doing so. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I just like the fact that they do exist because I know there was a. Uh, a period of maybe 20 or so years where they were the only real game in town, you know, other than, yeah. So like, uh, you know, more, I guess more like an indie circuit, like, a um, a ring of honor per se, you know, which speaking of ring of honor, like, what do you think about that? Them having to shut the I door. am. That's so, so sad. Um, I really hope those wrestlers find another place to land. Yeah. I just, wow. I, I honestly was shocked. I thought it was fake for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But nope, it's uh, it's real. Yeah, so definitely, hopefully they can go somewhere. But I think, you know, they had really good relationship with, say, like a New Japan. So hopefully, you know, they can, you know, make their way over there, at least for a couple of tours, you know, to keep working and things like that. So. Or, or even the AEW. So, you know, that's, you know, if they don't want to have to go overseas, you know, they can at least try to, you know, go to AEW. And, and they probably have their eyes on them. You know, AEW probably has their eyes on some of their performers. So I think something will, will really turn up for them. But I think they were trying to sell their library, too, um, to a few folks. And I think WWE was also one of those interested. But I think they were trying to upsell or trying to, exaggerate the value of their library and it yeah. really wasn't yeah it wasn't really like that so you know some folks kind of backed out mm. well ooh ooh that spot oof from the top row mm. that was ooh 
Not gonna lie, that, that look a little nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of injuries flying around. So I don't know if it's yes. just the style of wrestling that's getting more intense or yeah, I don't know if it's a schedule per se, but it's just a lot of injuries going around, I think. Uh oh. We don't have any voice notes floating around. I'm Me too. Especially, especially after your NWO hot take. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, no, no, no. She she hate them? No, nah, it's time for us to go. I think that's why they didn't like my, uh, my viewpoint on it. Which is okay. Y'all don't, y'all don't have to. I still love y'all. Y'all are still my people's. Um, I mean, I, I, but you, you made a you made a good point though. I got you made a good point though. <laughs> I came with some research. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> uh oh. And I. Uh-oh. I going to tap the reasons on? was you know they kept splitting up in the different little factions. I thought that was going to be one of your reasons. Uh, they had the Wolf Pack, and then they had. Uh, Latino World Order. It was just so many spinoffs, and it just got kind of lost in the sauce. Yeah, and then they all came to the WWE, and it's like, uh, no one cares anymore. <laughs> and even for Shawn happened. Michaels in the NWO and WWE, it's like, no, no, <laughs> it wasn't. It was no, it was the garbage. Yeah, it, it was straight garbage. Straight, straight garbage. This is such a good match. I'm surprised it's still mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. I'm like into this match so much. I'm like, oh, snap. I got to keep talking. Because <laughs> I don't want to not miss a part from the match. This is so good. Oh, yeah. oh, my Lord. Okay. All right, Daniel. He's slapping him, kicking him. Nope. He blocked it. Oh, hmm. Uh oh. Hmm. Poor Eddie. He mm. tried it. Mm. He could not. Uh oh. Yeah. Now this is a high crowd. <laughs> uh oh. And I think this is, you know, you know, I think Brian Daniel says it's probably what we've been wanting to see more of with Daniel Bryan. But of course, he could only go but so far. 
with you know WWE. So I think we're getting more of him. Uh oh. Uh oh. And the match is over. Let's go, Brian. Woo mm-hmm. He won. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. I think it's about a good time to start wrapping up for tonight. Yeah. So before we go, as you know, our new thing is our wrestling hot takes. <laughs> And I told you from the beginning to start thinking about yours. I, I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you the floor, Miss mm-hmm. Cashley. Okay. My wrestling hot take. Um, I really don't like uh, this new NXT 2.0. I don't like it. It's blah. It's, I don't know. I don't like it. I like mm. the old NXT. I don't like this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At all. Okay. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Okay. We can definitely, definitely get more into that for next mm-hmm. week. Hmm. Wrestling hot take. Um, mm, I wouldn't say it's a hot take, even though people might disagree with me, but uh, Moose is, is going to be hotter than last week. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I, I was ready to start a riot last week. Um, my wrestling hot take this week is that Moose is a coon. Oh. And, um, and uh, I think that um, Ring of Honor should be bought by Tony Khan and to just make one big, uh, one big promotion. Like eat the smaller promotion mm. and make it a bigger promotion. Mhm. Okay. That's what I. Okay. Think. Okay. I, I, I just feel like instead of them buying Wild Wrestling, you know the. Oh uh, yeah. So they're trying to do that. Oh, excuse me. Um. So yeah. So Joe Koff or however you say his last name of uh, Ring of Honor, he alluded that they are selling Ring of Honor, um, but they have bought out. Wow, wrestling with Tessa Blanchard, who is yeah, we're not going to get into her race mm-hmm. either, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which she is the star of. So I feel like for all of that, you should just cut Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. just instead just revamp it. Right. I think that would be a better deal than trying to invest into women of wrestling or Wow wrestling or whatever it stands for. And having mm-hmm. Tessa as your your front woman. This is the same right. woman that refused to give Impact back their championship belt. Like, what? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are we still even allowing her to be in this sort of situation? Now, I'm not going to say she's a bad wrestler because she's not. Yeah. But her personality, her character, the things mm-hmm. she has said to people, how she has treated people. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that you're gonna make her the star and even give her a job in this business. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know they say people change and uh, whatever. I guess we'll see how they <laughs> how they choose yeah. to uh, do that. But anytime you're gonna call a black person n word, I don't know about no people changing. Just me personally, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it it is what it is. Um, but you guys, it has been 
great. This was episode three of the Mel mm-hmm. Matt. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed as much as we enjoyed talking to you guys every single week, 8 p.m. on Friday here on Stereo. Um, and mm-hmm. if you're not listening here on Stereo, you can definitely catch us where you get all of your podcasts from. You can follow us on Instagram at the Melanin Matt. You can follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter as well at the Melanin Matt. Um, anywhere that you can think of for social media, we are there. So yeah. come follow us. <laughs> I promise you, we don't bite. Um, I'll definitely be posting some of the photos, like Cashley mentioned earlier. In regards to some of our favorite meet and greet moments. And then next week, we'll get into how it went, you know, what we liked. And even some that maybe might be some hot takes that we didn't like. Who Mm -hmm. knows? You can also send us in some of your photos or tag us in some of your photos so we can see and then come here and we all talk about it next week. Right. Ashley, is there anything you would like to say before we go? No, just uh, another... Another podcast down, another great Friday night talking wrestling with you, which is awesome as always. So just Aww. looking forward to next week. And she the sweetest. She's so <laughs> sweet. We will be back here, like I said, next week. You can always catch us Fridays at 8 here on Stereo. And mm-hmm. if you want more content throughout the week with us and you want to chat with us, like I stated, catch us on all social media platforms. We love y'all, and I hope y'all have a great, great weekend. And stay safe, because it is Halloween on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, happy Halloween, y'all. Yes. Good night, everybody. Peace and love, y'all. Bye.